Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and listening. We've got Larry on the phone down there in the south. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. Just had another thunderstorm. It just doesn't seem to quit. Yeah, you guys are really getting hammered down there. We're supposed to get some up here Sunday, I think, or maybe uh, tomorrow afternoon, something like that. Anyway, um, before we get started, um, I wanted to read a couple of prophecies here. And uh, part of this I read the other day. It's called the Moraine. From the, and I'll just start where I left off. From this information that I listed, it does appear that a moraine can not only be on animals, but also on people as a judgment from God. This appears in Exodus 9, 9 through 10. As the Lord sent a boil breaking forth with blains upon man and upon beast. The uh, 1560 Geneva Bible refers to it as a scab breaking out into blisters upon man and upon beast. That sounds an awful lot like the boils of taking the mark, which is soon coming down the pike, folks. I mean, they are moving as fast as they dare to move. In consideration of all these judgments in the book of Exodus, the Lord brought my attention to judgment in the book of Revelation, Revelation 16:3, there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon men which had the mark of the beast, and upon them which worship his image. The commentary notes in this 1560 Geneva Bible tie these plagues listed in the book of Revelation with judgments listed in the book of Exodus. Dear saints, I do not know or when this word that I was given will start, but a great moraine on our cattle and other animals will only increase the famine conditions and food supply shortages that even the secular media are now speaking about on a daily basis. A pestilence like this breaking out on our cattle would be bad enough, but it also spreads to humans, and our nation would be in for misery beyond belief. And uh, it's longer than that, but now I want to read this one. And Larry, break in anywhere you want. Um, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. The turning event is going to hit violently, suddenly. The earth will tremble at my power of judgment. The lost will flee from the truth. Well, <laughs> that's happening big time even among the church. You just can't tell them anything. They don't want the truth, just like the Bible said. They turn their ears away from the truth and embrace fables. And not only do they do that, they love to have it so. And so what we've got is millions and millions of Christians who are going to be lost when they uh, appear before the Lord. Uh, in, in judgment. Anyway, uh, the lost will flee from the truth when they have placed idols in their hearts before that day. My servants, the prophets, will blaze with fire and holiness, for my words will go forth with fire. It will draw those who hunger for the truth and righteousness. Those will run into my presence for peace, love, and comfort. They will also bring giants, yes, the giants who will execute my wrath of judgment upon the ungodly and the wicked. Tell my people to drop that which is foreign to truth, to that which is ancient worship of demon gods, for these shall rise to deceive even the elect if possible. Well, one of those deals is, of course, 
the arrival. <laughs> Folks, the arrival is just a trick. I'm not saying it's not real. I've told you before, it's absolutely real. But it's a trick. It's a deception. It's designed to damn all those who follow these uh, entities when they arrive. And we already got the forward guard here. They've been working with our government for a long time. Next word, he says, repent. Uh, the fire of my wrath will be global. The fire of my presence and holiness will be seen on my servants, the prophets. The fire of purifying those who are mine will destroy all that is in this world. My people will be ready for my return kingdom. Anyway, I wanted to reread the uh, Kenyan Obama prophecy because Obama's coming back in the news big time now. Why is that, do you suppose? So this is what he said. This is from a Kenyan elder who they considered over there in Kenya to be <clears throat> almost like the Lord himself. And uh, he founded a church over there, a Christian church. This is what he said. And this is in 1912. So far have they, the United States, strayed into wickedness in those future times that their destruction has been sealed by my father. Their great cities will burn. Their crops and cattle will suffer disease and death. Their children will perish from diseases never seen upon this earth. And I reveal to you the greatest mystery of all. As I have been allowed to see that their United States destruction will come about through the vengeful hands of one of our very own sons. And uh, then here's a dream that somebody had. I want to share a dream I had a few months ago concerning the manifestation of the Antichrist spirit through Obama and the ma manifestation of the spirit of truth through God's remnant. In other words, there's going to be a collision coming. In my dream, Obama was giving a speech about God. He said, we all serve the same God. No matter our religion, it is the same higher power. We just have a different revelation of him. Well, of course, that's an absolute lie, which this guy in the dream said. Um, the dream reveals Obama will soon take place of prominence promoting false unity through religion, as noted in his statement, we all serve the same God. And I got a feeling that we're on the precipice of war. And after that war, this is when all this is going to take place. It may be just a limited nuclear exchange. That I don't know. What do you think, Larry? Well, it could be. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, I was watching a lot of rhetoric today, and because of uh, moves that China's making, and it seems uh, someone were saying that they thought that Obama, who's still pulling the strings, they said, uh, is probably about ready to get rid of, uh, you know, Mr. Stumbleman, if you want to put it that way, uh, <laughs> Biden. And uh, they're, they're going to replace him some way and in some fashion because they don't want, uh, you know, Paris either. So mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting. It would be kind of odd if suddenly they decided to set someone in office and it would be Obama for a time, wouldn't it? Yeah. Maybe they're going to have a red wedding or something like that, you know, Game of Thrones. Uh, folks, it's 9.23. Now, if you don't know the significance of 9.23, uh, you go back a ways. It's a very, very significant date. And uh, lo and behold, we hear now as uh, Air Defender 2023 is winding down there is a major attack going on against Moscow that they're saying is a coup attempt 
But I would be wondering about where all this money to finance that probably is coming from. See, NATO and the the West have a habit of washing their hands of any of this. It's kind of like the movies you see where they send somebody into trouble, but they say, you know, if you get found out, we don't know anything about you. You were never one of us. (laughs) You know, so here's the headline. Wagner mercenaries march on Moscow to target evil military top brass. Putin on high alert as they cross into Russia saying, we'll destroy anything that gets in our way. We're going all the way. Kremlin says he's inciting civil war, of course, and deploys troops as the chaos spirals. Larry, what's the latest you've got? Well, it's it's kind of interesting, and I was thinking about this, too. Uh, you know, I'm not really surprised that somehow, uh, and I, I have a hard time saying this guy's name, um, I guess you you would pronounce his, his name. Uh, Prigozhin or something like that? Prigozhin yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, I <laughs> I've done some research and found out he's kin to Putin, actually, is a cousin or something of Putin's. And uh, so it's in the family deal. But, you know, for the last number of weeks, maybe a month or longer, I've been watching, it seems like, connections between him and Ukraine and, well, maybe even CIA. Just don't know, you know, but this, this is really dangerous. And you mentioned, I don't know where you read that or if you're just talking that, but... You said, uh, you know, this uh, Air Defender 23 was winding down, was not winding down. It's still in full progress. And uh, as a matter of fact, I think Hal Turner's latest was he was flat, using flat tracker, if you will, and said mm-hmm. that uh, there were B-52 bombers of ours that were basically on the borders there of Ukraine and Russia, and it appeared that... Uh, Air refuelers were en route to refuel them, and he said all this is going to take is just one of even those refuelers get over into Ukrainian airspace or Russian airspace, and they're probably going to be shot down because everybody's trigger happy over there now. Wow, so uh, it should have been starting to uh, stop, but maybe this is just, you know, this is what Turner was worried about. Who said that it was at the very last to stop? end of this? They were going to go for it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, who said it was going to stop? Yeah, I don't think we've ever been told the full story. That could well be. Anyway, you know, you're, not going, of... you're, you're not going to. To me, it appears that you're, if you're calling for a secondary force in all NATO countries to go on high alert, you're not getting ready to stop. Yeah, that's true. Here's what it says here. There are fears of a coup in Russia. This comes from England, I think. I got this news. Fears of a coup in Russia this morning as military vehicles were seen on the streets after the chief of Wagner mercenary group called for an armed rebellion and direct challenge to the Kremlin. Kremlin. He said his forces had crossed into Russia as he called for the ousting of the defense minister and vowed to punish military leaders whom he accused of killing 2,000 of his fighters. The Wagner chief said, we have crossed state borders. We'll destroy anything that gets in the way. We go all the way. And Putin's spokesperson said that the Russian president has been informed of the claims and necessary measures are being taken. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Here's, uh, here's the latest on that. As a matter of fact, let me read one before that, because it's not just Hal Turner. Here's the Daily Mail UK from the Q Alert. It says, Coup fears as Wagner Army marches on Moscow to target evil military chiefs. Kremlin yep. accuses leader of mercenaries of inciting civil war puts troops on the Capitol streets and vows to smash armed mutiny as Russian state TV runs emergency bulletins. 
And then Hal Turner came out earlier this evening, and uh, uh, this is a covert intel subscriber, some of it only. It says, Newsflash Urgent reports a possible coup d'etat inside Russia as Russia engages the fortress plan. Russia expects an external attack uh, on Russia itself. Now, that, that's interesting, Stuart, because if Ru- it says Russia's expecting an external attack. It's not an internal civil war coup. Somebody's going to attack Russia, they are expecting. And I figure it's uh, NATO is what they're expecting, the NATO attack while this is going on inside, because that's how you do things to conquer a, yep. a yep. nation. And as a matter of fact, there are reports that uh, possibly the, the president of Belarus uh, has uh, got on a plane and uh, left with his family, and there's rumors in Belarus that he may have flown to the, you know, that magic mountain, if you will, Yamatan or whatever it is, yeah, uh, where, the, where their bunkers are, because uh, he would, you know, what this thing may go nuclear. But anyway, says uh, reports now. This is update 529. Reports now Russian Intergovernmental Secure Communication Systems, ATS-1 and ATS-2, are offline, no longer functional. Almost midnight, report Russian Spetsnaz raiding Wagner Group Center downtown in St. Petersburg. Russian roadblocks set around Moscow. Uh, Alert, update, uh, 535, gunfire reported in Moscow Metro Station. Russian special forces arrives to protect the Russian Defense Ministry building. Uh, update 14, uh, an emergency security plan has been activated in Moscow in response to Prigozhin's rebellion, an imminent attack on Moscow feared. And by the way, Stuart, uh, the information that Hal has down that he was given is that uh, Pergoshin, or however his name is, uh, that he's got a convoy miles long, uh, 25,000 mercenaries, and they're headed for Moscow. So this could be a civil war inside Russia. Uh, but the, the serious part is uh, is the fact that uh, the fingers are still on the nukes, and, and this is why it's serious. You know, I'd, I'd tell people this weekend's going to be very, 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 uh, critical weekend to watch because if if you if Moscow is fearing a NATO attack, you've got NATO planes all over the place, and if 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 I know that there's been a call up or have information there's been another call up of NATO forces in all NATO countries, you know Putin knows that, and so right now Russia's probably bunkered down, as it, as it said, that's their fortress plan, expecting mm-hmm. to get an attack. But, you know, in Russia, they have a dead hand switch. But they also, if, if my understanding of Russian uh, policy is right, when they go into war scenario, every general that has a nuke has the ability to fire it. In yes. other words, it's not like America. You don't have to worry about the stupid suitcase. You know, they can fire a nuke. So you can get a, a mad general, you can get somebody angry, you can get somebody teed off, you can get somebody fed up in, in that Russian military, or you can get some people in there that's in there that's just tired of us, U.S., and yes. they can fire something. So, you know, I would have to say, Stuart, with this uh, breakup of whatever it is, whatever in the world is going on over there, it couldn't have happened at a worse time probably for this to happen now because it's 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 really ever it's worldwide basically, and at the same time I was just going to mention you know and get your comment on this one because I can't I have never been able to get out of my head and you, you can say it haunts me a little if you want to, uh, but uh, the old Torah code that Barry Rothman did talking about the uh, stalemate that the Ukraine war stalemate will bring the the possibility of nuclear weapons. And where are yeah. we at? We are right there. Well, it sounds to me, this is just my, everybody should put on their tinfoil hat here, but it sounds to me like this so-called coup attempt 
is a, is something that NATO's probably engineered because they want them busy internally so that they can strike externally and come in. Now, where the real danger comes from, and they're using those F-16s, and like Putin said, you know, we don't know if they're armed with nuclear weapons or not. So if you're going to come into our border or maybe even cross our border, well, we don't, we don't have any options. We're going to have to shoot you down. And like you just said on the B-52s, well, those are known to be new carriers. So why wouldn't they shoot them down? And so, like you just said, I mean, it, all it takes is a wrong decision, and we're in World War III, and, uh, you know, I just read you the prophecies, and they're not the only ones. There are a number of them now coming out, to warning the American people, which are paying no attention to any of this. But anyway, then you got a small remnant. It is. Uh, our leaders are insane. They're under the control of Satan. And uh, you go into the book of Enoch, it's kind of interesting. It says that the demons within these people are stirring up this fight that's coming. And uh, even Noah's, in her book, Phoenix Rising, speaks about a nuclear exchange. So it's even in the Native American prophecies that we are going to have a nuclear exchange. Of course, it's all over. If you look in Jeremiah, you look in the book of Revelation, uh, that's all nuclear exchange. That's a missile exchange. And how close we are to it, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, here's something else, too, before we get off of this subject, is uh, uh, a concern that just popped up before this situation began happening in Moscow this evening. This was earlier today, June 23rd. Hal Turner got the information on it, and we may have been looking for a, uh, Russia, you know, or somebody striking the wrong uh, nuclear power plant. You know, we, we've been looking at the yes. Zaporizhia uh, nuclear power plant, and there has been some reports of possible leaks there. However, listen to this now. Listen closely. Uh, listen real close to this, because I'd like your opinion. Uh, this Hal Turner, urgent. And this came out before all this stuff came started coming out about this uh, coup. Concerns are not Zaporizhia. The ZCP nuclear power plant, it's now reportedly the one in South Ukraine, the NPP, the Ukraine army is using to store U.S. weapon systems and serve as an intelligence headquarters. It's the South Ukraine nuclear power plant, in other words, the SUNPP near Odessa, and if you'll remember, Odessa's down close to that area where ha Russia's been hammering that area. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, that's near that Sea of Azov there. Anyway, uh says Ukraine and NATO are using this nuclear power plant to store high-tech weapons systems from the U.S., and they're using it as a intelligence headquarters in the south of Ukraine. So, Stuart, we might have been keeping a watchful eye, but anyway, either way, either way, no matter what, uh, if, if this is what's inside that nuclear power plant, Russia very possibly might use a tactical nuke on that, and boy, would that set things off. But either way, all the possibilities don't look good tonight. Yeah, even Zelensky could do it and blame it on the Russians. Zelensky doesn't care how many people he kills. He doesn't care what radiation goes into Europe. Uh, the guy's totally insane. Uh, anyway, here's something from him. The president of Ukraine, Zelensky, together with the Ministry of Internal Affairs, this ties right into what you were talking about, and the Ministry of Health issued instructions in the event of a nuclear explosion in the country and announced the implementation of exercises to evacuate areas and measure radioactivity. Zelensky issued the third warning in 10 days of an imminent nuclear explosion. Well, it means he's going to do it himself. Not going to be the Russians. It might be NATO. I mean, we are filthy bastards, really, according to the scriptures. We'll do anything. 
The New World Order will do anything to bring in their New World Order. They don't care if they kill billions in the process. In fact, they'd rather like to kill all, all of us. It gets us out of the way. They consider us useless eaters. I was telling you about that guy that went to Canada and was uh, allowed into this uh, international banking meeting. And that's how they referred to us all, useless eaters. That's what they think of us. They think you're nothing but trash. And so they don't care if they kill you all in a nuclear exchange. Uh, they don't even care if it's a lot of radioactivity. They have got food down in their little underground bunkers there where they uh, have stored food, medical supplies. They even have hospitals down there uh, for years if they have to. Anyway, the Russians claim that the target will be the whatever nuclear plant in order to force the Russian army to withdraw its forces at the same time. Kiev will be able to provoke a foreign military invention. It is the invention vehicle of NATO. That's what I think. This is all NATO. Uh, anyway, he says destruction of pharmacies. Not a bottle of potassium iodide has left. I mean, there's nothing left because of Zelensky's statements about a terrorist attack by Russia. Well, that means he's doing it. These people, I'm telling you, Zelensky could care less how many people he kills of his own. It's kind of like Biden and the rest of them. Uh, even the king of Babylon, America. Read what it says in Isaiah. He kills his own people. He could care less. They don't. They hate you guys out there listening. Even if you're deep state and you're participating in it. When this is done, they'll line you up along with your family and your kids, and they'll just execute you. Uh, that's the way it works. These people have no conscience. Their conscience is totally seared. They don't have one. What they are is biological automatrons, and they don't have any feelings at all about any of their psychopaths. And they, uh, they could care less. And people can't understand that. So when we're talking about these globalist leaders and why are they doing all this, it's deliberate, it's willful. Uh, I used to hear, oh, Obama, he's, he's so stupid, look at what he's doing. <laughs> I used to laugh at him when I'd hear that. Obama's brilliant. He knew exactly what he was doing. They all know exactly what they're doing. And they're basing the, the, uh, the American people's gullibility and naivety. That's how they're getting away with it, because the American people can't figure out or don't want to figure out or cannot believe that their leaders are bent on destroying them. <laughs> they, they can't believe that's true. Well, I looked at that guy. He seemed very nice. Yeah, they all do. They wear suits. They have ties. They walk around with their attache cases. I was taken to Washington in a vision. I don't know how many years ago it was, and I don't ask anybody to believe it came from the Lord. It might have been my imagination. I was shown the internal workings of Washington, and a voice said, doesn't matter what they do. In other words, it's all going to be destroyed. They're evil. They're operating with they're, they're Satanists. They may not even know it. They may not even believe it. doesn't matter. Most people do not believe anymore that Satan exists. Well, i got news for you. He does. He most certainly does. And uh, he's got most everybody, including a lot of those folks listening out there, under his firm grasp. That's why I wrote the book, Locks The Locksmith. Got it up on my uh, substack. People don't understand what's going on. I can tell from emails. I can tell from comments. They haven't got a clue as to what's really going on. The Bible tells you. It's just that nobody reads it anymore. You go to church. I'm, I'm going to take this to my pastor. <laughs> go ahead. I know what he'll tell you. 
I've had it happen before. I wrote a book called Dark Lights, huge. A fellow took it to his pastor, Baptist uh, pastor. The front page of that book is nothing. Bible passages. This guy read part of those Bible passages, blew up. I mean, he got livid. Now, why do you suppose that is? He's a pastor of a big church, and he gets livid when he reads actual biblical statements made by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Well, that tells me who he is. He's a satanic plant. That's who he is. He may think he's a Christian. He isn't. Folks, you've got to wake up here. Your time is running out. Read your Bible. Read what Jesus Christ says to the Christians. He says, get away from me. I never experientially came to know who you are. There's a reason why he says that. Anyway, I don't want to drift a field from there. This is Drudge Report, Larry. Civil war in Russia. Wagner chief says Russia launched strikes on his camps. Vows retaliation. Says Putin, reason for invading Ukraine lie. Evil defense ministry must be stopped. FSB opens criminal case. Armed mutiny. Moscow on high alert. Now, this is... Drudge, which is a very liberal website, what do you think? I mean, to me, that's total verification. Something really bad is going on. And here we are, 9.23. Are we watching the beginning of the end right here? Who knows? What do you think? Yeah, you don't know. As a matter of fact, uh, if Drudge has that for a headline instead of Trump, it is serious. I mean... That's serious because yes. they're so left that you can't even figure out where they go from left. But, uh, yeah, that, that's amazing. They, they finally – I'm surprised they didn't put uh, Donald Trump invades Moscow or something like that for a headline. But, yeah. but it, it's – you know, I know that's kind of funny, but it's it, not really that funny. It isn't. Uh, it really anyway, isn't, but it is. A couple other things that's going on, too, is really interesting today. It uh, shows kind of where we are, if you will. Uh, here's some stuff on China. You know, we keep acting, you know, it's been Russia, Russia, Russia. I can't even remember how many months or years now since Donald Trump started it was Russia. And it did odd that just before Donald Trump ran for president that Hillary Clinton was, uh, she was working with Russia. And, uh, you know, actually uh, made a way for Russia to get a lot of our uranium, if you will. Uh, And this is what's interesting, though. Nobody ever says China's involved. China's awful quiet. But listen to this. Sam Faddis today, he's retired CIA, though. But he says China is about to prove to the world that America simply cannot protect or defend itself from its enemies. And then Matt Gates today, uh, I, I saw him, uh, you know, talking in the house. He says, China has turned Cuba into a Chinese aircraft carrier just off the coast of America, and we say nothing. What happened to the Monroe Doctrine? Stuart, our yeah. leaders don't care about America. They don't care about the American people, and the American people... I guess care about them because, uh, you know, we're we're so easy and soft the way we talk about our leaders, aren't we? Uh, We don't want to offend them. We don't want to offend the FBI that's crooked as a snake. We don't want to offend the DOJs that's crookeder than the FBI. You know, all these folks. And by the way, I'd like to say this one before I go into a rant of some kind, (laughs) is the fact that (laughs) this just came out uh, today. As a matter of fact, one of the headlines, uh, it says the, uh, listen to this, Breitbart just came out a little while ago, June 23rd, Supreme, U.S. Supreme Court rules uh, for Biden said U.S. states lack standing to force Mayorkas to arrest criminal illegal aliens. So, Stuart, 
our entire government, including the Supreme Court now, has failed to, to keep this country safe and to keep our borders safe and secure and to protect the American people. Everything, our entire government has failed at this point. Well, they think they're going to run down in their little hidey holes, you know, that they built with taxpayer money. Well, we sit on the surface and face the destroyer and all the other stuff that's coming, uh, even uh, a military invasion. They won't be around to do that. They'll be down in their little hidey holes. So my prayer is that if they will not repent, that God crush them while they're down there. Uh, they are the enemies of the Lord Jesus Christ. They are the enemies of the people themselves. They are nothing but committing high treason against not only the Lord, but against their own citizens. And the citizens are so asleep that all they're interested in, as I've said before, is when's the next football game, honey? Let's have a party. Uh, that's all they know about, and that's all they seem to care about. Well, the, the, the knock on the door is coming, and you probably open it, you'll find Chinese uh, military acting as U.N. peacekeepers, and they'll just simply kill you. Uh, this is where we're headed. We've warned, um, I don't know how many times before, uh, I can tell what's going on out there with most of the people because we get little comments and emails and stuff, you know, all the time. And uh, you can tell that most people could give a rip. They are so apathetic, they just don't care. And all I can tell you is, when you die, you're going to care. You're going to care with every ounce of caring and remorse and sorry and sorrow that you could ever muster. But it's too late because you gave the Lord the finger while he was while you were alive and could have done something about it. And it's just too bad. And, and, and uh, the apathy of the Christians about their own salvation carries over to the apathy of the politicians and the legal system and, and their kids in school and all of this. They don't seem to have any gumption. Why aren't they pulling their kids and moving if they have to? To get on, well, I can't do that. I lose my job. Well, trust God. Maybe you should do that to save your children. Too late now, anyway, I guess. Anyway, um, what do you think is going to happen over here? Uh, if what? Let me ask you this, Larry. These people in the Wagner Group, and I know there's been some. Um, how do I say? Miscontent or malcontent in the Russian military among the high leaders, that Putin routinely does nothing. Red line after red line after red line is crossed. He does nothing, and they're tired of it. What happens if the coup actually succeeds? Are these people even more hardliners, or are they more willing to get involved in a nuclear war. Let's get it over with. Well, what do you think? Well, uh, I would have to think, you know, some of the data that seems to be coming out of this uh, so-called coup seems to be that the hardliners think it's way beyond time to go ahead and hit NATO, hit America, uh, take out Europe, uh, you know, all the NATO countries, uh, and use their nukes. They're not going to lose them. They're ready to use them. Probably, Stuart, if, if it really would, would be known, uh, Putin has probably had extraordinary, uh, I guess you could say, uh, you know, resistance to the prodding. In other words, yes. we poked the bear. How long have we poked this bear? We poked this bear, Putin, for a very, very, very long time. Anybody with half sense, half sense, and maybe just one eye, could figure out if you poke a bear enough, he's going to just probably take your head completely off. But uh, yeah. Putin's uh, resistance to that poking has been unbelievable, and it, it's basically caused him a loss of uh, probably respect and, and admiration. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of the hardliners are just they're fed up. Now, I, this, is, this is, you know, if by chance, 
if by chance, and this is just me thinking, okay, if by mm-hmm. chance somehow this coup is successful and they either kill Putin or take him and his, you know, Shogun and, and Gerasimov and a few of those others that, and if you'll remember, Gerasimov, I believe, was the one that was over uh, fighting NATO in uh, Ukraine, but he was doing mm-hmm. it at Putin's orders. And if that happens, I, I would suspect the only one next in line, if you will, is going to be, of all people now, I like him personally, but I'm a little bit nuts, is, uh, you know, Medvedev. That would be yes. probably the one that would step in the shoes. He's the, uh, he's really the second in command in Russia right now, and he's, he's over the, uh, you know, the, the Kremlin. And mm-hmm. so, and, and to me... You know, from what he says and Putin says, I think that he would push a red button quicker than Putin would in any day. I really do. Yeah. I, I, I believe, you know, he just has that temperament that if you poke him much, you're going to get shot. But, uh, you know, but the thing is, Stuart, you know, if this is going down and, and if they take out Putin, I would say we probably can look for a nuclear war almost any time. But at the same time, if if it goes down and they don't, um, if Medvedev takes over, you know, it, it's hard to predict. It's really hard to predict. Because, but this may be what the clincher is. Let me ask you this, because I know this will, you know, give you something to talk about here. Um, one of the, it's only been what a week since Putin has announced that he's leaving the World Trade Organization and the. World Health Organization. He's backing out of that WEF group or the elites that are running this planet, as they they think anyway. So Putin, as this, as I've often called him, you know, the the, uh, wild card, uh, he's turned against them. He absolutely has. He's a nationalist. He believes in Russia. You know, he's not really a globalist. And so I, I think that this thing came within a week of him making those decisions. I would have to say Klaus Schwab, you know, we need to ask Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and a few of those people where this is going, because it looks like, to me, they probably brought this on Russia. Well, you know, it was Klaus Schwab just the other day that uh, we heard, and I I don't know how you vet such a thing, that uh, he had talked to Biden about clamping down on the American people because they're getting worried about the resistance that's growing against all this insanity of uh, Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, and the United Nations. And uh, the people are beginning to wake up. Uh, But it's a little late. Anyway, I wanted to get back to something that uh, Turner said. He said, right now, NATO has at least 225 aircraft taking part in the largest air drill in history. Now, you brought up monkey works and and one of those other groups that follows the and i guess it's it's um <laughs> there's so many aircraft that basically covers the sky over there it's up so yeah and and the, and, the, and the bad things Stuart, this is what i'm saying it doesn't take but one mishap just one or one mistake to start a war yeah yeah and they said uh, NATO also has positioned, now get this number, 300,000 troops near Russia's border. You don't move those number of troops and planes and then not use them. NATO has supported Ukraine, but Ukraine is losing badly. Ukraine's only hope is if NATO comes directly involved in the conflict And if that happens, Russia has already made it clear that it will use nuclear weapons to defend itself. And those weapons were not merely to be used in Ukraine. They will be sent to NATO countries, including the United States. Now, it is Russia, I believe, if you study the uh, Ezekiel 38-39 war that comes over the poles to take out America. And uh, if J.J. Allen's vision was correct, they come out of the Atlantic, they come out of the Pacific, they come out of the Gulf, 
and I believe even uh, then they come out uh, of the uh, over the North Pole, and we don't stand a chance. J.J. Allen said America was basically toasted right there. I mean, it was just done with. And uh, here we are. You know, we've got an insane president. And, uh, well, they're all insane. It's just a matter of degree, I guess. But when you look at all the remarks that uh, Putin has said, that Medvedev has said, that Lavrov has said, uh, there's you can only draw one conclusion. They are telling the world, and especially the West, you keep prodding us, and you will have the taste of... Uh, a number of cities, now I'm going back to biblical prophecy, your cities will burn. And remember, we had, uh, who was it? Dimitri uh, Dudeman was sent by God to the American people some years ago to warn them to repent. And, of course, <laughs> we can't possibly do that. That's a work of some sort. That's a legalism of some sort. We're saved by grace through faith, not of works. What are you talking about? Repent. You don't have to do anything. Just say a sinner's prayer and we're home free. Uh, that's not what Jesus says, but this is why we're going to be destroyed. It's apostasy. Uh, that's why. But anyway, uh, you poke a bear, like Larry just said. Too many times he gets up. And then he destroys. I've seen an, an example of that when I was in another place. We had a St. Bernard. And this kid down the road used to torment that dog. And I scolded him several times for doing it. But he'd come in and poke him when he was asleep. And he thought that was a big joke. Well, one time he poked him, and that dog came off the floor. And I said, this is a St. Bernard now. It weighed several hundred pounds. And he came off that floor so fast and grabbed that kid by the face. And that kid ran home screaming, bloody murder. Well, they took him to the hospital. I was afraid we were going to get sued for it. And the family said, no, he deserved what he got. We're glad he had that lesson. Well, he never did that again. Well, see, we won't do it again either after the bear nukes us. We won't be doing any poking because we won't be here to poke. This is, uh, it's insanity, but the Lord said in Deuteronomy, I'm going to send madness upon you people. Look it up. It's insanity. Um, that's what we're watching. I mean, how can you watch Biden and not, you feel sorry for him in a lot of ways, but the guy is basically totally inept, uncapable, and yet nobody wants to even mention Article 25. So you know that this is all in the plans. This is all deliberate. And our leaders are so absolutely corrupt. And if they don't repent, they're never going to see heaven at all. They're going to go to a very, very bad place. I got a taste of that very bad place. Nobody wants to go there. I guarantee you, what little I was shown, if God were to display it to the whole world, all this would stop instantly, and they'd be on their faces screaming for mercy. And I, why he doesn't show it to us, I don't know. I think he thinks warnings are enough. If you won't heed the warning, if you have ears to hear and you can't hear, and if you have eyes to see and you can't see, that's your problem. That's not God's problem. That's your problem. Because it's deliberate and it's willful. The Bible says you are willfully ignorant. You are willfully ignorant in your salvation. You're willfully ignorant in prophecy. America's not in Bible prophecy. How dare you say America's Babylon the Great? Well, it is. I don't care whether you like it or not. It is. And I've been warning people about that for years. And uh, also about this fake arrival that's coming. <laughs> it's got to be right around the corner. More and more UFO reports are coming in. Larry, this is really getting hot now. 
What do you think? Oh, yeah, a whole lot. As, as you, you were talking there, I was thinking that uh, uh, we may be on God's default plan going on right now because it's really pretty simple. The Creator did kind of put it this way. He sent his son to die for, you know, the human race. And if they rejected him, there was only one opportunity. They're, they're done. I mean, all you got to do yeah. is reject him. And he does, And this is what's so interesting is the fact, you know, I, I know some people get mad at, uh, at uh, Barry Rothman, you know. Well, he don't believe in Jesus. Well, he, guess what? This is what I'm saying. He don't have to. You get it? He don't have to believe in Jesus. As a matter of fact, the way I read the Bible, uh, it could be that he was that Jesus <laughs> blinded him. How about that? So he can't see Jesus. But I mean, That's people right. just don't have any, you know, stirred and and uh, something else that irritated me a little bit. You know, I didn't like hearing her say it, but she said it. That Rebecca, you know, she said uh, a lot of these Christians need to get off their ha horse. Well, I happen to agree with her. I've been around Christians a long, long time, Stuart. You know, I used to go out with a, you know, I had a ministry where I traveled, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and I, you know, I went to Florida almost every year to have conferences and doing all that kind of thing. So I've been around Christians. I'm not a hermit living on the side of a mountain that never went anywhere. I've been there, done that. So I can <laughs> clearly say there's a whole lot of Christians out there that do need to get off their high horse. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of Christians out there that point their finger at everybody else that they think they're better than. And, you know, and the way I look at it, now this is just me maybe, the way I look at it, though, is maybe the way the Spirit of God looks at it. I'm no better being a Christian than they are not being one. It's kind of like we're all pretty well all fallen. Yes. (laughs) That's why you had to come down here in the first place. And there was a prophecy uh, just the other day. In fact, I put it on, I believe, Substack, uh, where a guy had a vision and where Jesus told him about the modern-day Christian. It's just sad. But they can't see it. They won't see it. Prophecy has to be fulfilled. Uh, but I want to get back here to this NATO thing. Since the NATO exercise ends, actually today, this was written yesterday, it seems that any such incident will have to take place before NATO would have to send all those warplanes home, which you have indicated it doesn't appear that they're sending anything home. That necessarily means that if some type of incident is to be used as a provocation to cause NATO to enter the war, then that provocation must take place. Within the next, he's got 36 hours. I would say it could be 48 hours or a little bit more. Uh, So here we are, like you said, Larry, dangerous time, dangerous, dangerous time. Yeah, that's why I was saying, Stuart, that this this really is a really, really dangerous time because, uh, you know, NATO still has that mass of air superiority. You know, on you know across, I guess the NATO countries there, especially the Baltics and around Ukraine and and Poland and all that region, they're not going to send them home if there's an internal war started inside Russia, and there's an event that possibly needs a reason for those 300,000 NATO troops to cross into Russia. They're going to need air cover of that size to cover not only all of Ukraine, but also all of the areas they might enter Russia from. So, Stuart, I don't think this is, well, like George Nury and Art Bell used to say, there are no coincidences. This this exercise was not a coincidence that happened at this time. I think all of this is carefully pre-planned, which, yep. means, which means with this starting tonight, or this evening here, it was. It started at midnight over there, which was a number of hours ago here. But, uh, Stuart, this thing could go south real quick. You know, it's just going to depend. Uh, there's just way, way, way too much military activity surrounding Russia right now. It's just uh, the, the odds of a of a miscalculation is, is oh, it's just uh, it's very dangerous. Well, you know, that's kind of interesting because of all the rhetoric we heard, and some of it's still out there, 
you know, we've got this oil. There's nothing going on with the American military in the, in, in the United States. And many others are saying, what, what, you, what in the world are you talking about? There's plenty going on in, <laughs> in the military movements in the United States. It's even coming out from uh, people in the military that this is uh, not an exercise. This is real. Maybe all of this is being orchestrated by a global deep state, and it's all going to go together. Here's another interesting headline. NATO arsenals empty, Stoltenberg says. Continued support for Ukraine will require more industrial production, the military bloc's chief has said. NATO's secretary general said NATO needs more robust industry in order to fulfill the, to refill the stocks of weaponry and ammunition emptied by a year of supplying Kiev. Now, if you're Russia, what would you do at this point in time when you're being probed and poked, and now you know that most of NATO has already exhausted most of their stuff, the United States likewise, what would you do? Well, I know what I would do if I was uh, uh, in command of the Russian military and and uh, there'd be mushroom clouds over New York, Washington, um, over, you know, the nuclear bases and whatnot, because they're the enemy. You're going to fight it sooner or later. Why not do it now? Yes, there's going to be huge collateral losses, but the longer we wait, the bigger those losses are going to be. The war is coming, folks, whether we like it or not. The war is coming. It's right there in the biblical prophecies, let alone Native American prophecies as well, and many other prophecies. So anyway, uh, what do you think, Larry? Well, <laughs> just you seems know, like to me, yeah, to me, it's 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 really interesting the fact that it would almost have to go nuclear, but the war would because. Uh, not only is Russia not able, and they know they're not capable of a conventional war with NATO, which is multiple, multiple, multiple countries, but mm-hmm. at the same time, the U.K. and most of Europe, and even even right now, our oil reserves 50, down 50%. <clears throat> We're low on all kind of missiles and armaments and, and uh, weapons. So basically, NATO right now couldn't actually possibly beat Russia in a conventional war. It's almost like both sides have to go nuclear to even fight another war. Yeah. And one of the things that struck me, too, even though he's not a prophet, you know, Ed Dames, you know, in his last book, and I got a copy of it a couple of years ago, the last time he really did any talking, and he said that the U.S., because he was involved, uh, he did some remote viewing, too, of it. The U.S. attempted a couple of times to do a... a uh, I guess you could say a, a decapitation strike, a nuclear strike against Russia. They were going to literally uh, a preemptive attack nuclearly on Russia, and he said both times something unseen stopped it. Now, you know, I look at it, Stuart, like biblically, uh, you, know, it's, you know, I believe Russia's being kept in reserve for taking yes. – <laughs> out God's will against Babylon America. But exactly. uh, it's interesting. You know, what do you think? Yep. Absolutely. Um, that's been going on for some time. People forget the God factor. I keep telling people there is a God. There really is. You do what he, if you do what he tells you, you'll even meet him one-on-one. He'll talk to you. He'll know your name. It's amazing. Anyway, last headline. U.S. Senators introduced resolutions, ties right back into the NATO and the blowing up of one of their radioactive plants. NATO Article 5 invokes if tactical newt or nuclear power plant in Ukraine emits any radiation. Then NATO comes in on Article 5. There you go, folks. Watch this weekend. Watch it closely. Stay close at home. Don't be out there fooling around. Who knows what kind of an EMP attack is next. 
<laughs> anyway, thank you, Larry, for coming on. Uh, thank everyone for listening. You take care. Heads up. And make any final preps. It may be nothing, Burger. We don't know, but we have to warn you. Anyway, take care. Good night.